0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, August 2nd. Hello. Welcome to August. Where did you come from? Training camp in full effect, and the Pick 6 Pod is rolling right along. This is a mailbag Monday, and in very excited fashion, it is also presented by a Bud Lights. That's right. Share a Bud Light with us as you listen along by heading to budlight.com/delivery to order again, budlight.com/delivery. And in fact, when I say share, I don't mean sh- I don't mean like you drink one at 8 a.m. on a Monday. I mean like we're actually sharing this. Oh, how good does that sound? Look at this. Is Bud Light lemonade? It's a beer, but it tastes like lemonade. It's
1: great. I love beer and lemonades. So that sounds like a pretty fantastic combination.
0: I, I frankly, I, I mean, well, um, actually, you know what? let's table the Bud Light talk because there's a mailbag question coming up later. Actually, Thank goodness. Bud Light's still sponsoring it again. Mailbag. Oh yeah. Ryan Wilson, John breach. What's up boys. Hello. I honestly thought you were just going to skip the
1: intro, hang up on us and just do the podcast by yourself.
0: Uh, no, we're at the, uh, we're at the stage of the proceedings in the preseason where we're so like Wilson's not sick of it. This is where Wilson's vacation that he takes is really important.
2: He needs- I don't take it anymore, oh. but yeah, historically, yes.
0: You're not taking it now?
2: A short story is that it was uh, me and my high school buddies would get together over Labor Day in Asheville, North Carolina to do like an old man soccer tournament, but we're, we're all old and broken, so oh. that's sort of next. But yes, historically, last five years, I would get antsy at this time.
1: Of or year. true story, Wilson vacation shamed so many people <laughs> that he vacation shamed himself into not taking a vacation.
0: I'm no, it's <laughs> like a next level.
2: Movie. Yeah, I'm the Leo DiCaprio in this Inception movie. Well,
0: Wilson shape. was so worried about HR getting on him for vacation shaming breach out of a vacation during the regular season that Wilson canceled his preseason pick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, got to cover your bases.
0: Also, I would point out that you know while travel is is safe and fine right now, there are complications in 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 the, in the world in America. Um. You know, we're not doing – we usually do a Pinehurst trip and go do our fantasy football draft, and we're not going to do that this year. Let me ask
2: this quickly. I'm going to ask my own mailbag question. This is sort of jumping off point. Of the three of us, even the four of us, we'll include Debo here, who is the most likely to pull a Kelvin Benjamin and and yell at their boss and just storm out for reasons when they desperately need a job?
0: Uh –
2: it's not going to be Devo or Breach, so it's down to me or you. Yeah, that's I was okay. I We're like, on the same page.
0: <laughs> I feel like you're. Wait, wait. So when you desperately need a job, that's you. I'm not yelling and screaming at anyone when I need the job. Uh, you, you're not afraid to yell and scream at a boss.
3: What? It's like three a.m. on draft night. Then it's Wilson. Yes, hundred percent. Every other scenario throughout the year, it's Princeton.
0: That's that's the
2: correct answer. I would agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. And Branson, um, unlike- Wilson
1: has a super long fuse, and it takes weeks, to- months, years to get to it. But if that fuse gets down to the bottom, oh, boy, you better not be around.
2: And unlike Brenson, I'm not sending company-wide emails yelling at particular people. About <laughs> like Kelvin Benjamin, I'll do it on the side and then, and then, and then go talk to the media about it. And then, and then hug it out. I'm not going to do it over the PA system in front of the whole stadium.
0: Hello, everyone! Wait, <laughs> did do that?
2: Huh? Did he do that? No, that's that's Brenton's MO. Like you'll send company wide emails blasting.
0: Well, if I if somebody (laughs) I'm more likely to see you're more likely to proactively blast. I'm more likely to reactively blast.
1: Yeah, no, Brinson so. is the Aaron Rodgers here where he just sat in his press conference, <laughs> went down his list of everything that's been making him mad for the past four months. Right. Said, I don't care how anyone reacts to this. Screw everyone except for me. Uh, And I'm going to move on with
2: my life now. But the and- difference is that Brinson is not Aaron Rodgers Correct. in the company hierarchy. Really? He's, <laughs> Kel- he's, Kelvin-, he's Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he held a press conference as Kelvin Benjamin calling people out. I got to tell you, I... uh I fell for. I don't fall for fake tweets very often. I feel like I'm pretty good. Oh, I wasn't going to bring that up. Yeah, I hey, felt fake. Calvin Benjamin is was cut for stealing food tweet, and then some 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 blog some blogger came after me like clap, clap back clap boy. back talk. Yeah, he got clap you. Back sports is like, look at this loser. Can't even do his job right. I was like, I'm tweet, <laughs> tweet it in a humorous way. Oh, clap back. You know what's That's funny on in Brince, and I never thought
1: I would defend Brinson here. I, I didn't fall for it. Let me be clear. Uh, but I could see – because the original tweet was a joke, but it came from, like, uh, somebody who covers the Giants. Oh, and it? <laughs> and it didn't, like – I feel like I understand sarcasm even on Twitter where it's a little hard to understand. But I couldn't tell how sarcastic the tweet was being. And it's called Benjamin, so literally anything's on the table. If someone said he stole a dozen donuts from their cafeteria – you're going to believe that. You know, it's not like it's believable right. even though it was not true.
0: And then I saw a quote where he said that the I don't like I now don't even know what's real, what's not real. I saw a quote where he was mad that the giant told him he needed to lose weight. He's like, "I played wide receiver at 268. Why can't I play tight end at 251? It's like just lose the weight, man." <laughs> what are
1: you doing? Yeah. And so anybody wondering, Kelvin Benjamin did not get cut for stealing food from the Giants cafeteria is because he showed up to training camp 17 pounds overweight, yelled at the
2: coach. uh, And then just, you can't yell at the coach. You can if you're Aaron Rodgers. You can if you're Kelvin Benjamin.
0: Correct. Yeah. That's look. Aaron Rodgers said it best at his press conference last week. He said, 99, just paraphrasing here, but like the, the majority of people don't get to have input into what their team does at certain positions and in certain spots, but there are some exceptions to the rule. And without saying it, he said, I'm an exception. I am the exception. Tom Brady's the exception. And he probably would include Russell Wilson as the exception too.
2: Yeah. I didn't disagree with much of what Aaron Rodgers said. The thing is he I, I agreed with his assessment that the, he could have said that in May as well. Yeah. and People would have had his back
0: then as well. I, but and, I would, I would disagree with the assessment of that. He took of the player personnel. He's like, B.J. Raji? Clay Matthews? <laughs> I know two or three of those guys were still good by the time the Packers cut him, but they they moved on at the right time for, for the majority of
2: But it was very un-Aaron Rodgers-like to be inclusive of everyone and not call people out. So at least he was including all his former sure. friends. So I'll give him credit for that.
0: Okay. Uh, all right. Let's get to the mailbag, shall we? I guess it's time for the mailbag. Thank you, Breach. Sorry. I, sometimes I botch that. It's all right five-star dunkaroo from alan aka bearded Manchild <laughs> podcast and again what? if you if you have a question we will keep doing these mailbags through the preseason probably not through the i mean we'll, we'll occasionally do them during the regular season so if you have a question and you want us to answer it if you leave a five-star review and the question is within the realm of you know if it doesn't involve like cole beasley then we'll probably answer <laughs> the question I know if you want to ask us about Cole Beasley's ability to play, you know, outside versus in the slot, we would we would get to that. Or Josh's hip hop skills. Brinson like rip, has been rip, banned rip. from answering any
1: questions related to vaccinations.
0: <laughs> well, I, look if you want to if you want us to answer a question within reason, leave a five star review on Apple Podcast. Uh, you can also comment in the YouTube uh, YouTube comments on this podcast and by the way if you're watching on youtube youtube.com slash pick six you'll see a bunch of bud light paraphernalia sprinkled about you notice i have some delicious iced tea seltzers back here we all have big bud light um bud light uh, uh neon, neon. or signs they're delightful breach has a, a, a branded logo up there branded a bud light hat somewhere Breach wearing a bud light shirt wilson has a big cooler behind him bud light woo uh go to bud light.com delivery get your bud light share it with us anyway from fi- from uh from bearded manchild, aka Allen. five stars. Love the pod. Love the mix of Benson's ass This is this kills me. Benson's asinine <laughs> takes Wilson common sense to level things out and breaches. It's actually breach b r e e c h for the record. Breaches childlike spirit. That is okay, a great yeah, description. I'll take that, that as a, as a compliment. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. If you told somebody, if you told somebody who'd never seen Breach that he's a seven year old, they'd believe you.
3: <laughs>
0: speaking oh, yeah. of, speaking of bearded manchild yeah that's right oh yeah and the football is yeah, t- trying to be my best friend <laughs> oh yeah and the football takes are balanced and well done as well my question of my question for the millback is twofold one who will have a better 2021 season including postseason awesome. question marks joe burrow or trevor lawrence and two, can you all rank your top three Bud Light products and why? Love the pod so much. Gets me through my work week and workouts. Much love, fellas. A-Train. Thank oh, you. he did
2: a he did a Brinson brag. He's working out while he's listening to these. That's Good. a Sean Humble Humblebrag channeling right. Brinson. Hey,
1: how do we know this in the Sean Berner account? Calling me a child? Sean's a child. This guy's a child. We're all going to hang out at like Chuck E. Cheese or something.
2: I think this is this is question number one. I don't think. I think it's unanimous the, the direction, the choice.
0: Oh, well, then that has to be Joe Burrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. I
2: think I say it all the time, and this is just sort part speculation, part sort of Jason Lockenforst talked about this, but I don't know what's what's up with Urban Meyer. Like, I don't know what the plan is there. They've done some weird things this offseason, and I feel like Joe Burrow, we saw what he could do. He's coming back. He's been cleared 100%. They have good players around him. The offensive line's better. I'm not saying they're going to be great, but they're going to be better than, well, than the Jaguars.
0: All right, so yeah, it is unanimous if you pick Burrow because you know I'm picking Burrow because you were on CBS Sports HQ with me last week and I I said that I thought Joe Burrow (laughs) was the best value bet at 20-1 to to lead the league in passing yards this season. I stand by it. I I just think, and and this goes back to Joe Burrow can be good and the Bengals can suck. Both
2: of these things can be true and are true.
0: The Bengals can win five games and Joe Burrow can still be better than Trevor Lawrence in 2021, I feel like. Yeah, because the Jaguars are going to win two games. They might win more. I, I'm optimistic about Trevor Lawrence. I'm not optimistic about Urban Meyer. I hope I I hope he proves me wrong. Jacksonville deserves it. Urban, Trevor Lawrence shouldn't be wasted. Travis Etienne shouldn't be wasted. There's weapons there. The defense is a little bit better. I just could see them being maybe a little bit more conservative, taking a little bit longer to get into the flow of their offense, whereas Joe Burrow is it's, – it's a weird spot for Zach Taylor because he has to keep Joe Burrow healthy – but Joe Burrow also has to be awesome this year for Jack, Zach Taylor to keep his job. Right, Breach? Uh, absolutely.
1: Well, I, I think talking about these coaches, it's really weird because Wilson, you guys basically just mentioned that nobody knows what Urban Meyer's is doing, what he's going to do, how he's going to be as an NFL coach. But I actually think that works out in his favor because you kind of have this mystery of what Jacksonville is going to look like going into – uh, the first few weeks of the season. So, you know, we don't know 100% what that offense is going to look like. And, and so we don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to look like. And, uh, you know, the crazy thing is, I'm the Bengals homer here. For me, the obvious answer should be Joe Burrow. And it it, it is Burrow. That would be my vote. But I think this is going to be a lot closer than probably most people think. I think, number one, Joe Burrow has slightly better weapons. But, like, don't discount what Jacksonville has. You look at who, who that, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chennault, Marvin Jones, Marvin Jones, James Robinson. Like, it's not a horrible set of skill players, but I mean, the Bengals definitely have better skill players.
2: But then you have they had those guys last year and they still stunk. Well, except you have Trevor Lawrence
1: throwing the ball now. So it's a little bit different.
2: But I think I mean okay, so
1: but I, but I do think Jacksonville has a better offensive line than Cincinnati, and so I think that could play into it. Because look, if Burrow's running for his life, the first he even said, Joe Burrow said he wants to play in the preseason because he wants to feel a rush. Even though Mike Brown was like, eh, I don't know if we want you playing the preseason, buddy, because we are not risking you getting hurt in the preseason. We lost a number one overall pick in the preseason once, 1995, Kajana Carter, and uh, we're not going to lose our future and franchise quarterback because we're letting you play in the preseason. So it's interesting that, that the owner does not want him to play, but Burrow wants to play. And so if he doesn't play, maybe he's a little
2: skittish the first few weeks of the season. So let me ask you this. So you mentioned that obviously Trevor Lawrence wasn't on that roster last year with the, the wide receivers that, I'm, that are good, but not great based on what we saw last year. Let's say Justin Herbert is 100 in terms of production last year and expectations. Let's say two is 50 and let's say Joe Burrow is 65 because he got injured started up. Well, where do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to fall on that scale?
1: Like, 85.
2: You think so? Like, you think he's going to be that much better than Joe Burrow? Like, I think he's between 65 and, like, 72. So, if... And Trevor don't forget that the like, the, play, the people he's playing with as well. It was a lot different in the, with the Chargers.
1: Well, I think what Brinson said
2: is well, kind Robert,
0: of... Herbert, because I, I I think you're a Herbert comp. You've been saying this for months, and I've heard some people start using it now, too, and you should... Again, I always tell you, Wilson, plant your flag, scream it out loud. Um, I, I did with Mac Jones. How'd that work out? Oh, uh, true, true. Um, <laughs> even to the Patriots, should be fine. Um, <laughs> the, the thing about, like, Lawrence, if Trevor Lawrence has Justin Herbert's season, like Justin Herbert basically was what I thought Trevor Lawrence would be in his rookie year, but I'm not sure that Trevor Lawrence can live up to what Justin Herbert did. So what's the range again for the... Tr- so,
2: Justin Herbert's 100, because he basically was perfect last year. Sure. Two was 50, and Joe Burrow's 65, because he played well but got injured.
0: I would expect an 80 out of Trevor Lawrence and anything less would be disappointing, but I wouldn't be surprised if we got 89 or 90 with
2: That's you guys are way too optimistic. I feel like
0: very high expectations for Trevor Lawrence. I think the chargers
2: offense is stacked. So that helped the coaching staff. Pep Hamilton was really good. We talk about Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn wasn't calling the plays and he wasn't, coaching up uh, Justin Herbert. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, look, Urban Meyer is a really good offensive coach, and he's typically good with quarterbacks, but that's in college. So, I just think there are a lot of question marks. Now, yeah, if, I mean, there are definitely Lawrence a lot of question the, marks. Trevor Lawrence going to the Chargers, then I, I would feel much more comfortable about an 85 or whatever he is. So, but I think one thing
1: Brinson said is interesting. You know, he's picking Joe Burrow as his his dark horse to lead the NFL in passing yards. And, you know, like he said, Joe Burrow could lead the NFL in passing yards. The Bengals could still go 6-11. and 11. So he what said, if
2: he said five? But go ahead. What
1: if Jacksonville goes nine and eight? The Bengals <laughs> go. What if Jacksonville goes six and eleven? What if Jacksonville <laughs> nine and eight? What yeah, if Jacksonville what and the Bengals have the same record, six and eleven? We'll, okay. we'll use that. Thank you. Thank and you. <laughs> and Trevor <laughs> Lawrence's eight. stats has like two hundred fewer passing yards, two uh, less passing touchdowns. Then who had the better season? When you consider that Lawrence is a rookie who just improved his team by five games over, you know, horrible 2020 season. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the numbers, Burrow could be slightly better statistically, but Trevor Lawrence ends up having a better season. I understand,
2: also. I'm basing it on the rookie performances of the guys we're talking about last year compared to what Trevor Lawrence could do this year. I get that. I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and I get what you're saying. I'm saying that Trevor Lawrence will be close to Justin Herbert, but not quite there.
2: Oh my god, that's great! Do you know how good Justin Herbert was? He's a hundred. He's perfection. Justin Herbert had a year that most veteran quarterbacks would kill for last year. That's
0: why he's a hundred. And you guys are talking about eighty-nine, like two fifty. Nineties. I think ninety is the ceiling for. for that's, that's that. That will be an if amazing. If he equals what Justin Herbert did last year, then he will have a better season than Joe Burrow. If he at eighty percent of Joe Burrow, I mean eighty percent of Trevor Lawrence. Cheese Louise. Eighty percent of Justin Herbert last year he's probably probably beating or tying joe burrow who was the other starting rookies last year joe right
1: burrow versus trevor Lawrence in week four thursday night football who wins oh my gosh the
2: people who don't watch it that's uh, ridiculous ryan
1: uh brenson didn't play the dunk music he's sleeping at fell asleep at the wheel
2: oh, Brian, <laughs> who sorry who were the other rookie starters last year uh, jalen hurts came in late um but who played was that it that just those four guys we're missing one I do too. Too lazy to look. Breach who else started? How how many games did Jalen Hurts end up starting? Three, I think. Three or four. Okay,
1: and then Burrow only played what nine? Yeah, but he started ten. And then we Uh, we we did obviously Jordan Love didn't play any. I mean, I'm,
0: I'm pretty much always going to take the highly touted number one overall pick going into his second year, even with hes even with him coming off of a torn ACL, over the rookie with a first-time NFL head coach and a brand new system and entirely new personnel. Yeah, with- the Bengals have better. Oh, you know who players. we forgot? You know who we forgot? We forgot yeah. a Jags quarterback, Jake uh, Wooten. Jake Luton. Oh okay. yeah, he didn't play that much, though. He started three games.
1: Yeah. So the yeah, start?
0: give me give me Burrow. I would say Burrow is minus one hundred and fifty to have a better season, and Trevor Lawrence plus one hundred and twenty-five. How's that sound? That sounds fair. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's get to our favorite Bud Light products. I actually wrote these down. Talk about a guy who too much time on his hands last night. I fasted again. By the way,
2: I don't know um, how this fasting. Is, is this
0: fasting working? Because you look like the same weight.
1: Are you <laughs> trying to lose weight here? What's the point of the fasting?
0: You can't see me. I mean, I'm, I, I, I see your face. TV is from like the. Uh, up, basically,
2: maybe his uh, face is the last place he loses weight. Breach, ever think of that?
1: Or maybe Brinson is going to be re- releasing a Will Brinson swimsuit calendar for 2022.
2: <laughs> no, it'll be his get Bud Light t- to sponsor that one. His tennis
1: He'll wear your Bud wear Light it. suit,
2: <laughs> it'll be
0: like John Cocktoast, to wearing his little tight little white tennis pants.
2: Uh, All right,
0: so I have my three, and this is uh. Highly biased, I suppose, just because of recency bias, I suppose. But I've got my three Bud Light products that I'm... All right, do one. We'll go around one each. Okay, my number... I right, I'll, I'll actually want to do a draft. There you go. All right. Um, I will pick first, because
2: I have mine prepared. Who wants it's to your show? Second? Go ahead. Yeah. Breach can pick, pick second, because he's used to having the Bengals pick
0: second. Dunk. <laughs> oh! oh, oh! Uh, all right. Uh, number first pick overall. Again, recency bias. Give me the delicious summer taste of Bud Light grapefruit. Oh, I snuck that one in. That's an interesting one. That's part of the uh, variety pack with the grapefruit.
2: Uh, I've had, it, I like it, but I'm saying it's part of the variety pack with the lemonade and the lime.
0: The yeah, traditional I, lime. I, I, so I think, I actually think nobody I know has seen either these iced tea seltzers. They haven't. That's right. That Bud Light variety pack or, another item that we were sent in stores or anywhere. So I think we got a, like a jump on it. Like, I think it's a summer product they're rolling out and maybe even a future tailgate product. Um, I, I'm not going to take the variety pack as a whole. I'm just going to take Bud Light Grapefruit because I think at some point you'll see 12 packs of Bud Light Grapefruit out there. And if there were 12 packs of Bud Light Grapefruit, your man is buying a bunch of them because they were good.
1: Right. As you should. Cause right now you got the variety pack, Brent, and it's like, you probably went through those three cans in 24 well, not- hours.
0: Uh, no, I, I have one of these cans right here that I'm drinking. I have. This
1: I, I thought that was the lemonade. lemonade.
0: I, now, if I were picking out of the four, all four are very delicious. This is my. This would be my number four. I'm not going to be drafting the Bud Light lemonade. I like it, but it's the number four. Just, just from a fruit standpoint, I'm a lime so, guy, etc. I
1: didn't know how to do this because it says rank your top three, and everybody has different criteria for their rankings. And so, you know what I decided to do? I decided that I was going to pick number one the bud light that i've drank the most over the past 10 years drinking because okay, that go ahead. drank the most over the past 10 years because <laughs> that's that that would make sense right i mean that would clearly be my number one product so that one is bud light lime i think that oh, kind of started the trend of the great pick though getting uh, a little bit of flavor in the beers it's been around since at least 2010 i'm not exactly sure when it came out uh yeah and so that was a popular as soon as because i I didn't drink a ton of beer and as soon as i saw a beer with a little bit of flavor i was like i'm gonna try that i got hooked on it and so now i'm pretty much bud light limes probably top five customer i didn't know you were a bud light lime guy that's my go-to
2: summer drink oh well
1: sorry wilson did i just steal your drink
2: that is a huge pick there the Bengals (laughs) kind of got it got a pick right (laughs) I think Prince Peter Meter.
0: I muted so. myself. I was yeah, like, there you oh, go. Oh. Oh. Uh, Great second overall pick. Is this a snake draft? Or I think it's just one, two. No, it should be a snake draft. Wait,
1: what right. was your pick? Was yours Bud Light Grapefruit?
0: Is that what you said? Yeah. Number one, okay. Bud Light Grapefruit. I'm, D- I'm writing them down to Oregon. Bud Lime. Wilson uh, up for two picks here.
2: Yeah, this is going to be easy. You know I'm going with. Bearproof Cooler suckers. I mean, <laughs>
0: oh, oh, oh!
2: <laughs> There it is.
0: We oh, missed. I don't know. That was, I don't know why I hit that.
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I will not be the first person to use this cooler. My buddy is going up north to the mountains next all weekend. My products,
0: and he went cooler. Genius move. It's a genius well, move. Or was- I
1: stole his pick yeah, and he, he wasn't prepared and he's like, I'm going with the cooler. I'm going with the
2: cooler. Well, they were all, both those were on my draft board. So I, I, you know, sure. I had to go with them. But my buddy is actually going to take this thing for a spin in the mountains next week. He, I showed it to him the other day. When we were drinking some Bud Light lemonades and Bud Light grapefruits, and he's like, Oh my gosh, this thing is fantastic. So he was eager to test it out. Yeah. And worst case scenario, if you get it, if you see a beer come, you just jump inside the, the cooler, Breach. I was
1: thinking that. I fit in there. It's like, it's a, I'm gonna <laughs> hang out in a bear populated area this weekend and uh just
0: sleep in the cooler. Breach All right. sleeping in that cooler with some Bud Light Limes, just <laughs> sipping casually sipping Bud Light limes while evading bears.
2: All right, so well, I'm up again. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I actually like this flavor a lot. You mentioned it as your fourth round pick. I'm going Bud Light Lemonade. Okay, all right. Because I I'm a huge Bud Light Lime genre guy, so I am not happy that Breach stole my pick. Uh, you already took grapefruit, so three of the four Bud Light flavors are off the board. Big fans. All
1: right, Breach, you're up. Uh, my second pick is Bud Light Platinum. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys drink I don't, that. I don't so nowhere okay. here I had, here. I'll just say real quick. here. My thing with the seltzers is, if I drink more than one, I get like gassy. Yeah, it's probably I, Too I, much
0: information. No. I can't drink any. I like. I did find these tea seltzers are a little bit easier to take down, but I, I'm the same way. I just can't any seltzer, whether it's redacted, uh, redacted claw, or <laughs> no, like, redacted you know? ly, or redacted viv. I can't. I really can't drink more than one of them, maybe two at the most.
1: So with the Bud Light Platinum. It's a little bit stronger than a regular seltzer. I think it's it's eight percent. I think uh, uh, most seltzers are like five percent, and so boom, feeling good after your one can. You're happy. Maybe you have one more, but you're happy with that one. So, and Bud Light Platinum is actually really tasty.
0: All right, uh, I got. I actually have uh, the number two and number three uh, items on my board still available for me, so I'll be taking them on my turn here to wrap up the draft. Um, at number two. I, yeah, I mentioned we, I don't really love the seltzers. I'll tell you what I do like is the Bud Light Seltzer Popsicles. Holy, Ooh, man, they're yeah. delicious. You, They have uh, just a little bit of uh, – they're made with seltzer, right? So perfect amount of seltzer in there. The, you get the Bud Light flavor and the summer ice. I think it was like a, ra- a blue raspberry flavor, maybe uh, a cherry limeade. These flavors are really good, and they're awesome to have by the pool. You're sitting there, cr- uh, you're sitting there s- nibbling on,
2: responsibly enjoying a ball. popsicle.
0: Responsibly enjoying a popsicle, right? Uh, I took I took a couple out to our, our pool here in Raleigh,
1: and right. now you're popular
0: and for once more, <laughs> by how good they are. I will be purchasing more of those. Those will be a summer reg for me when we're at the pool. Uh, and then look sometimes the problem is in drafts. This happens in the NFL draft. Probably happened in the NBA draft last week. You're
2: going to steal my pick again. Go ahead.
0: People get too cute. They don't realize what's good. I just want Bud Light. I love Bud Light. I'm just going to take a regular (laughs) Bud Light. BL smooth, baby. Pack my cooler full of it, and I will hand it out to friends and have one or two at the tailgate every week this fall when football is back.
1: Uh, Oh, let's see. You know what? My, I think I'm not even sure my last choice, they even sell anymore. I only had it once and it was delicious and I've never seen it again. So I don't even know that it exists, but I do know for a fact that I had it and I do know it did exist at one point and it was Bud Light Apple. You guys ever had that?
2: There's that. There's the Seltzer tea has Apple in it. No, it was
1: like a beer.
2: Yeah. It was like, it was like
1: Bud Light Lime except it was Apple.
0: Reach. I think you're thinking of a, no,
1: no, I am. I I am 100% sure this was a Bud Light product. Oh uh, um, yeah, Bud Light I mean, Apple I, is
0: a real thing. Thank you.
1: I'm I would let, not just make up a beer flavor. Crisp red apple taste for a clean, slightly That's sweet exactly touch. what it tasted yeah. like.
0: It's a red can like this, but it says apple on it. It tasted like I was living in an apple orchard.
2: Oh, so here you go, Breach. This limited release beer originally launched in 2020 as a first-ever flavor innovation for Bush. It'll return for uh, the that's, summer of that's 2021.
1: Not, that, that's Bush. That's not Bud Light.
2: No, Bud Light Apple. I think um, you're going to be need to edit that out. No, I'm looking at uh, still called Bud Light Apple, but it's supposed to come back this summer. Is my point? Oh, I think that uh, is actually
0: correct. Yes. Yeah. Way to way to, way to mention something else, that breach. Uh, and Ryan's reputation. No, my reputation. It wasn't is that fine. hard. They're all owned
2: by the same folks. We're all good.
0: <laughs> all right, uh, Wilson, you're up for <laughs> Wilson gets the last pick. Final pick in the draft. Yeah, I'm looking
2: at Breach's comment. Yeah, I was looking, the question I was looking under, is Bud Light Apple coming back? And then the, the response went to what I just read. So that's why I was confused.
0: That's what the, the See. Is.
1: Other people are wondering when it's coming back. I'm gonna yeah. talk to our, our people at Bud Light, see if they can get me some Bud Light Apple. We will uh we will allow
0: you, Wilson, if you want to take all the iced tea seltzers or there's Bud Light Orange. No, I'm yep. taking I'm taking Bud Light Orange because I'm
2: a Bud Light Lime guy. It's great. I've already got the lemonade. It's almost like getting all the utilities in Monopoly. I'm trying to get them all.
1: And get the Rita's.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, Bud Light, I mentioned Bud Light Grapefruit. That was my the number one overall pick in this draft. Bud Light Orange was a serious consideration with my final two picks. I thought it would be gone, but I found that with summer here, needs only one thing, time to stock the coolers with Bud Light Orange, Bud Light Apple, Bud Light Lime, Bud Light Lemonade, Bud Light Grapefruit, and start counting down the days until we can enjoy an ice cold Bud Light in the NFL stadium again by our count, only 37 days remaining until we can hear a beer vendor holler. Bud Light! Get your ice cold, Bud Light! Xiao. Yeah. yeah. To help you take summer by the coolers and get ready to tailgate, Bud Light is giving away coolers every day all summer long. That's right. Free coolers all summer long. Throw away your dusty old ice box you got in the back of your garage and tailgate in style this fall for a chance to win one of the coolers. You can see it over Ryan Wilson's right shoulder. Give us a Vanna White pose, my man. You can see it there. Oh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. It is bear proof. It is big. It is blue. It is awesome. It will keep your ice cold for weeks on end, or at least a week on end. All you have to do. Nine days. Nine days. There you go. That's weeks. All you have to do is go to BudLightLegends.com, sign up and enter to win a Bud Light cooler. And I believe if you go there, they will give you a free beer, too. So check that out. BudLightLegends.com. Next up in the mailbag, the ultimate pick six podcast debate. Great podcast. This is from M uh, mmart 6767. Great podcast. Look forward to listening every morning, especially like Devo's Eagles updates. I always come out more falsely optimistic about the Eagles after them, probably because <laughs> Devo is such a level-headed confident compared to Benson. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Auto correcting to Benson. I'm really I'm already annoyed about it. I, it. I remember this time last year, Debo came out and said he would take Carson Wentz ahead of a lot of quarterbacks, including Deshaun, pre-accusations and oh! tack. in his hands and said, up, up, and away. Dunk-a-roo. He, he even said Peak Wentz in 2017 was better than Peak Matt Ryan in 2016. Oh, ho, ho. Y'all look up, y'all looked up the PF, PF PFR reference, PF reference stats on the spot and found it wasn't even close, even for 16 games adjusted stats for Wentz. Oh! Ho, ho. <laughs> Freaked to find out that Peak Wentz is actually almost identical to Peak Andy Dalton. Oh! Ho, ho. So the question is, when it's all said and done for both of them, who will have a better NFL career, Carson Wentz or the Red Rifle? <laughs> what a what a, what a a plot twist. A compliment to Debo about how level headed he is, followed by just multiple dunk, like dunk after dunk after dunk, like throw it off the backboard, jam, throw it off the backboard, jam, just Debo getting obliterated.
2: Like B- Debo can't actually get out of the way. He stands up and gets dunked on again. Like he just, he's, he's caught in the the whirlwind of dunkiness.
0: It's like those little punching bags where you can hit them and they pop down, they got <laughs> the pop back up, punch it again, pop back down for Debo. Uh breach, since you compared them originally, I'll let you answer this first. Uh,
1: you know what? Obviously, my heart, my heart says Andy Dalton.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I hate that I'm gonna say it. My head says Carson Wentz, because I think when we look back at both these guys and you look back at their careers. Uh, What we're going to say is, did either of them win a playoff game? Because we all know Andy Dalton hasn't. He's 0-5 career starts. Carson Wentz has missed five games, I think, due to injury, five playoff games. He started one, but then got injured in the first quarter, didn't finish it, and they lost anyway. Um, So I think that Carson Wentz has a better chance to have a better career. I think he's going to win a couple postseason games with the Colts. Maybe not a Super Bowl or anything, but if Andy Dalton ever wins a playoff game you don't have to win Super Bowl you just get to the, the divisional round and you've done better than Andy Dalton in the postseason so mm. I think when all is said and done it will probably be Carson Wentz but right now if both their careers ended today it's Andy Dalton
0: um yes, yes. if both their careers ended today it is almost certainly Andy Dalton yes I just want to hear someone say that I wrote Dalton in it's music players uh, in all caps and question marks so here all right. Here's the thing about Wentz. Is Debo, Debo going to weigh in or not? Well, we'll get to Debo in a second.
3: No, no, he's ready to go.
0: Rearing. Rearing. I stand by all those previous takes. <laughs> you, you should not stand by those. <laughs> um, we have the ability to go back and look at because these guys, I mean, by the way, Carson Wentz, he's 28. Kind of old secretly, uh, Andy Dalton, he both entered the, the NFL at the age of 24. So we can now look at five years worth of performance by both of them, um, in their respective careers. Carson Wentz through five years, and I'm gonna look at the per 16 game averages because that seems more fair than doing counting stats, right? Like just give Carson Wentz the per 16 game averages, okay? Um, completing 62, and by the way, Carson Wentz averages 13.6 games per year through his first five years, not great. completions, 3,956 passing yards, 27 touchdowns per year, and 12 interceptions per year, along with being sacked 42 times Mm. per year. Andy Dalton, meanwhile, averages 15.4 games per year over those five years. That's a big difference. That's two almost two full games more than he averages. As Pete Prisco would say, the best ability that's, is availability. That's Bill. Uh, that's uh, Bill Parcells who said that, but that's okay.
1: As Pete Prisco says, what Bill Parcells said, the best ability is availability
0: in the What's, game. It's uh, sh- sh- uh, what is it? The you, you can't make what, what is it? The can't way, make the club the, from the tub. The Wayne Gretzky Michael, it's 100% uh, of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky slash Michael Scott. Wow, that. Um. Works. Andy, so 15.4 games per year on average, 62.3% completion. So slight edge of Carson Wentz, but basically a wash 0.4% completions, 3,742 passing yards per year. Over 16 games for Andy Dalton. So a pretty big 200-some-yard edge to Carson Wentz there. 26 passing touchdowns per season for Andy Dalton. One touchdown advantage for Carson Wentz. 15 picks per season for Andy Dalton. That's that's rough. Pretty big advantage there for Carson Wentz. Actually a little surprising since he led the league in interceptions last year. But Andy Dalton had 20 picks in his third year, 16, second, 13 as a rookie. And then 29 sacks per season for Andy Dalton. Uh, his quarterback rating over that time, 88.4, and Carson Wentz, 89.2. I got to tell you, I'll give the nod to Carson Wentz because, as Breach said, if they both ended their careers right now, it's obviously Andy Dalton. He, he played for five more years mostly as a starter, one year, as a, two years as a, as a quasi-backup and quasi-starter, basically four or more four years. Um, but, like, they're kind of the same person. The only reason I'm giving the nod to Carson Wentz is he has the opportunity to improve on it with the Colts. And he's been given a great opportunity, a great second chance, and maybe he can be better than whatever Andy Dalton was in the second half of his career.
2: Let me ask Breach this before Debo pipes in. If uh, Carson Wentz had been in Cincinnati those first five years, how many playoff games did they win?
1: Zero, because Wentz would have been injured and they, <laughs> he never would have played in them.
2: All right, there you go.
0: I mean, Carson Wentz has never won a playoff game, right? But I feel like if Andy he, Dalton.
1: Could, he's only started one, he's been injured for all the other ones. And Andy, he, only, he
0: only threw four passes because he got injured in the one he started.
3: Should I be unclowny? Hmm.
0: And you wonder why Carson Wentz's fragile mental psyche shattered. Well, let me ask you
1: guys this. Andy Dalton went to Dallas last year, learned a new system. These teams play in the same division. These quarterbacks play in the same division. Who do you think had a higher QB rating
2: in 2020, Carson Wentz or Andy Dalton? Well, I had the Cowboys winning nine games with Andy Dalton, so I'm going with Andy Dalton.
0: I mean, Carson Wentz was the worst quarterback in football last year. I
3: don't even think this is a breach trick. I think he's just leading straight into Andy Dalton.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I would agree Andy Dalton 87.3 Carson Wentz,
0: 72.8 okay uh, Debo has clearly had his microphone on for quite a bit uh uh-huh. he has something to say here
3: no well, uh it's it's closer than I think I would have liked to admit <laughs> if we rewound this back to this time last year when the uh the conversation that was was hinted at what first came up I would have called this conversation a year from now crazy but it's it's close I I mean in these types of conversations, I always kind of think about kind of longevity and, and what you're able to do over the course of the years versus a, a certain peak. And and we know that Carson Wentz's peak is always going to be better than whatever Andy Dalton's peak was. But if you average out their careers, then, yeah, it's, it's kind of close. It, are we sure about that?
1: Yes. I mean, <laughs> are you saying you're siding with Dalton?
3: There's not a quarterback you're taking – over Wentz in that 2017 season, and I know that didn't transcend to other seasons. I'm I'm not arguing for that, but
2: I remember the Steelers went to play in Philadelphia early in the season 2017, and Carson Wentz beat the doo doo off those out of those guys. Well, let
1: me and ask you guys this: You need a starting quarterback for 2021, and you have to pick Andy Dalton or Carson Wentz. Who are you Car- taking?
2: Carson Wentz. I mean, Andy Dalton's hot garbage. Let's what? be. What you're
1: taking? Did Carson? You see him last year. Why did I delete that In cat? A system? He didn't know. He
2: had like two seconds to learn it. Well, why does he know this system any better? It's a new system because he actually has a training
1: camp and an off season to learn it. They didn't have that last year. Ryan dunk. Button. You're just clearly taking
0: the 28 year old over the 34 year old.
1: No, it's just a one year. You have not, them for one year, 2021. Are you taking Carson? Are you taking that guy. Well, I want the 28 year old dumb, dumb 28 <laughs> year old. Who's always injured. So his body's like a 36 year old.
2: Let me ask you this. In twenty seventeen, Carson Wentz would have won the MVP. When's the last time Andy McDalton? Andy McDalton. Andy <laughs> Dalton was in the MVP conversation. Uh, 2015?
0: Yeah, 2015, Andy Dalton was really good. And then he broke his <laughs> finger when he tried to punch stuff to it in the knee. So here's here's the thing. The Carson Wentz is if you want to talk about the peak thing. Carson Wentz's peak season was twenty, clearly um twenty uh, seventeen. 17. And his sixteen game average, sixty percent completions, which by the way, terrible. Uh, but would have been four thousand fifty seven passing yards, forty one touchdowns, nine interceptions. That's great an MVP season. Andy, I mean Andy Dalton capped out his career with sixty six percent completions, thirty two hundred fifty passing yards, twenty five touchdowns, seven interceptions.
2: Andy McDalton, from now on, yeah.
0: Yeah, I
3: think she it's a like conversation, and and I'm not saying these guys will sniff the Hall of Fame, but when we talk oh, about, boy. wow, <laughs> like, hey, you Evo, have- now you sound like me talking about Andy Dalton <laughs> three know, years ago. <laughs> it's true, it's the true. Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, when, we about, twist. when we talk about, oh, is was this guy ever considered a a top five quarterback at his position? And it doesn't have to be the same for for Dalton Wentz, but you know there was a point in time and and rankings and lists could could back this up where. Wentz was considered if we're just talking about their careers I'm just saying how we talk about when someone like Eli Manning retires and he's not even close I understand that one ring separates that not two one ring separates that
0: I'm sorry I'm sorry one ring separates who and who Carson Wentz,
3: Carson Wentz has that <laughs> ring on his bedside table
0: Carson Wentz to that ring in the trash one more ring <laughs> than <laughs> oh, Rivers. please I mean so does so does David Carr
2: by the way, Devo talking about the Hall of Fame is like talking to us and be like, "Listen, yeah, you guys can work at the Monday Night Football booth. Don't worry, you'll get there." But if we, we take that out of the picture,
3: yeah, no, my argument is just that when we when we have these conversations, I lean more on peak ability versus like just sure long term being I average.
0: Think Wins could sniff the Hall of Fame one day if if he takes his family to Canton and and he and he trips and hurts his collarbone and falls face first and has to smell the floor. Oh!
3: Speaking about how we evaluate players at their peak and when we look back at their careers, who was considered at least forever, for however short a period of time, who was considered a, as one of the best at their position. And I know it was a, a short run, but it's way longer than Andy
0: Dalton's was. When right. Carson Wentz got hurt in 2017, he was going to be the MVP. Uh, yeah. uh, I, I
1: don't I, know if he had been MVP. I'm looking actually at the final <laughs> end of year PFF rankings from each season. Debbie Downer. Go ahead. 2017, they had Wentz as the fifth best quarterback of that year, and yeah, for but, 2015 they had Andy Dalton as the seventh best quarterback, and that's All the right. highest either one ever ranked. Okay, you just, you
0: just dunked on
1: yourself. Oh! No, I'm oh! saying that Wentz wasn't going oh, to win the MVP. Down hard. He yeah,
3: so so That goes in MVP with with narrative, and that, that play that plays a role in it. I think both you- were in the
2: conversation. Oh, please stop it. Debo, let me ask you a question for a Breach That's something that's stupid. Yeah. Uh if you're ranking your all time favorite, not just you, but Eagles fans in general, all time how do you rank the quarterbacks? So I'm my, I'm guessing Randall Cunningham, Donovan McNabb, maybe even Ron Jaworski. Where is Carson Wentz on that list? Bottom. <laughs>
3: of of that group. Yeah, he's still towards-
2: No, no, of even just your as like old school like Eagles fans who know Eagles history, like where are they putting Carson right. Wentz? I
3: mean, for, for me personally, before I speak for the fan base, like my first season watching the Eagles was with Bobby Hoying and and then Rodney Pete and then Doug oh, Peterson. Okay. So, and,
1: and Carson's below all of them, right?
3: <laughs> you know, there's some sentimentality involved with all of them, but he's definitely below McNabb, obviously below Foles, but I, I maintain and, and it's why I felt a certain type of way when they traded him. They absolutely do not capture their first Super Bowl without what he did in the regular season. So he is Is, below
2: Foles. That's interesting.
3: Is he above or below
1: AJ (laughs) Feely?
3: Feely had a good run there. That Jeff Garcia run. Um, No, for for that time period, Mark Sanchez. I I think it's clearly and and based on how he left the situation and how that went super poorly, I think it's an argument for for Foles at the top because Mm -hmm. he was the Super Bowl MVP, the only year they ever won a title. Um, but then it's kind of split between McNabb, Randall, and and Jaws.
2: Interesting, interesting.
3: All right. Vic was Vic had his uh, a popular stretch there.
2: Oh, that's right. I forgot about Vic. He actually played relatively well with them. Um, that was Andy, and then Chip. Is yeah, that right?
3: T- twenty ten was a big breakout. They lost to the Packers in the playoffs, and then Chip Kelly's first season in in twenty thirteen.
1: Gotcha. All when right. Nick Foles threw 27 touchdown passes and two interceptions.
3: But yeah, I mean, whenever the Colts come to Philadelphia, Carson Wentz will be heavily booed. I, I stick by that. Oh, we'll,
2: yeah. That, I mean, that, that goes to Do
3: you think Sam Bradford would get booed if he went to Philadelphia? Or do you
1: think
2: no one would remember him?
3: Well, I, don't I don't think remember. people recognize Sam Bradford.
2: <laughs> that includes Sam Bradford's relatives. All right. What's what's next? Because Brady's just going to keep saying stupid stuff. We don't no,
3: them. it's
1: intelligence stuff, Ryan. You just don't appreciate intelligence.
0: Oh, I got ice cold take presented by Bud Light. To
3: Uh-oh. Honest. Carson Wentz, Hall of Famer.
0: No, actually, in Don't. 2021, Carson Wentz's first season with the Indianapolis Colts. He will be a massive downgrade by the time the season ends from 2020 Phillip Rivers. In fact, when all is said and done, when people look at the tape, when people examine the game film, when people really deep dive and look at it and study what happened, they will realize that Phillip Rivers 2020 – with the annapolis colts was even better than carson Wentz's 2017 with the philadelphia eagles carson Wentz, my friends a third down conversion touchdown percentage statistical fraud in 2017 every other season every other game he's an injured bust of a pick a guy they wasted picks to trade up for a guy who never actually should have been this good he fraudulently worked his way on third downs and touchdown percentages to that mvp conversation and everything else, he's been an average or below average quarterback. And that's what the Colts are getting, ladies and gentlemen, not the <laughs> 2017 MVP, an average or below average quarterback who will not exceed the excellent season that Philip Rivers had in 2020. That is my Ice Cold Take presented by Bud Light.
3: I have this vision bad. of him. your head, you coward. Put What's the just- bet on the line. What'd put the bet on the line and shave your head, you coward. If I
0: will not if, shave my head, I will not shave. I was gonna
2: head. it's funny you say that, Devo, because my vision of Brent while he's yelling <laughs> and screaming is someone on the back of one of those old stage coaches with this little top hat on and trying to sell the snake oil to all the suckers out there in the stands.
3: <laughs> it was beautifully delivered. I just yeah. I,
0: I don't buy it. That's fine. Yeah, I, I I will not there's no bet on the world that I would put my I, I will I would shave my head if like Cade Cunningham what, what type of return
3: compensation would you need to shave your head? Free, uh, free hair plugs for life.
0: Like a <laughs> car or something? I don't know. A Several car. thousand dollars? I don't know.
3: Okay.
2: He's really worried about that hair, which leads you to believe that it's not, not real. How about free
0: Applebee's?
2: food? Free Applebee's for the rest of your life.
0: He's <laughs> 25, I would... Get a free Applebee's? What? No. Uh, unless Applebee's wants to sponsor the podcast. Um, if I was... if I, I mean... If if I was, baby, back,
2: baby back baby back rips uh,
0: if I was 25 I would probably consider it probably like go along with the stupid I'd also be having like you know I'd probably consider it and go along with it uh at 40 I am petrified of the idea that like I would shave my head and then it might not come back oh that's what I'm hoping for
2: yeah and I've heard stories of people shaving their hair trying to be funny at, at uh, an advanced age and having
0: patchy issues arise right I got great hair I got Long flowing locks, and no, they got too much hair. Honestly, like look at it.
2: Mm.
1: Why do you hide all that
0: glorious hair under a hat, Brenton?
3: I'll, uh, no good.
0: i can not shave it. Have it backfire on me.
3: So, what is the Colts record in twenty twenty one?
0: Uh, it can't be eight and eight, so I'll say eight and nine. That's it terrible.
1: could be eight eight
0: and one. They play in a terrible division.
2: They're going to win ten games minimum. I would take the under on that. And you lose.
1: Carson lost
2: the bet. Then you got to shave your head.
3: Does he deliver a first-round pick for the Eagles?
1: Wait, wait. Here, here's the question. Here's the question because it was about Andy Dalton and Carson Wentz. Who wins more games in 20? Whose team, the Bears or the Colts, wins more games in
2: 2021?
0: The Colts. What are you doing? Uh, I mean, you take the Colts with the Bears and Aaron Rodgers coming back. Okay, that's probably right. Also, Justin Field. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, this this question's been hanging out there for a while, and we're um, we're getting towards the back end of what will be the full podcast. Again, if you leave us, um, okay, we got we're gonna get two more questions in very quickly. This uh, this is TJ WWV, Apple Podcast has a Patriots five star question. What is the Patriots pass rush philosophy and current effectiveness? And if you have time, the best case for Mac Jones this year as well. So two part question. Uh, the first part is that. I mean, the, the Patriots signed Matthew Judon hoping that he can be a spark for their pass rush. For a long time, Bill Belichick has was ahead of the curve in terms of generating pass rush in multiple ways. Like when I say multiple, I mean using multiple fronts and confusing offensive coordinators, confusing offensive linemen, confusing quarterbacks, bringing pressures from different spots, uh, having a big interior guy, Albert Hainsworth, you know, uh, excuse me, not Albert Hainsworth, Vince Wilfork. Um, he did sign Albert Hainsworth though. Um, you know, sort of a guy that soaks up blocks – and not necessarily generates pressure, but it's capable. It's sort of the opposite of how you see the Rams operate with Aaron Donald trying to you know, create pressure from the interior. Uh, and so then they, you know, you want to be able to bring pressure in unique multiple ways. That's how the Patriots want to do it. I think their effectiveness is probably lower than it has been, and that's why they went out and signed Matthew Judon this offseason. Does that feel like a fair assessment of the Patriots' pass rush?
2: Yeah, that works for me.
1: And I think it's going to be probably 10 times better than it was last season because it's not just Judon. You also have Kyle Van Noy back. You have Dante Hightower coming back from COVID because he sat out last season. And obviously you have Chase Winovich in there for another year. I mean, the fact that you don't even think about – that's four defensive guys who are – who you know, Belichick's a defensive mastermind. He has – Ryan's boy Matt Patricia back on the coaching staff now, who say what we will about his head coaching skills. Uh, he was a defensive genius in New England, or maybe Belichick made him look like a defensive genius. Who knows? But either way, when those two are uh, working together, the Patriots defense has been good. And so you add all those players, yeah, Patricia, you had Belichick. I think the Patriots defense would be pretty awesome this year.
0: Yeah, and I think that points to something else. So if you look at uh Jamie Collins, for instance, has 25 and a half career sacks. 17 and a half of those came with the Patriots in five years in four years with three years of Cleveland and one year with Detroit. He had a total of eight sacks. You know, you look at, he wants guys who can be multiple, who can be versatile, who can rush the passer from different positions, who can move around, you know, who can get, put their hand in the dirt, who can stand up and rush. And so he doesn't want to be uh, like Ron Rivera's sort of the way he's always operated. And he, and he changed this up and say, and when he was in San Diego with the chargers, and he inherited Wade Phillips' defense, he ran a 3-4 defense because that's sort of what they'd set up with the personnel that they had there. All all coaches, all smart coaches, utilize their personnel. But Bill Belichick has always wanted to not be, like, Ron Rivera's preference is a straight 4-3. You know, you have these linebackers who are fast sideline to sideline, and you have pass rushers on the edge, true elite 4-3 defensive ends who can get upfield and get after the quarterback, right? That's some, I mean, it's just, it's defensive philosophy, and it changes... It changes for coaches year to year because of what the league is doing in terms of tendencies. But for Bill Belichick, it has always been the the ability to adjust your game plan and to to move your personnel in a way that will surprise the the opponent on a week-to-week basis is really what I think his entire emphasis of his coaching strategy is on both the offense and defense. And that's why you see him employ and draft guys like Adante Hightower. Uh, a guy like a Kyle Van Noy, Jamie Collins, all these different players who are able to play different positions and line up in different spots and be multiple and versatile. And I think Matthew Judon probably qualifies as that as well. And you'll see that from them uh, this year. So I I think we answered. That's that to me is the uh, the true philosophy of Bill Belichick's uh, pass rush approach. As for Mac Jones, Ryan's boy, what is the uh, what? Yes, what yes. Ceiling for Mac Jones was the best case for Mac Jones this season. Wilson. <laughs> Justin Herbert, <laughs> I mean, oh,
2: that, that would be awesome. No, that's not going to happen.
0: Uh, but, <laughs> Stabbed in the liver with a, a faulty needle. and Yeah, so we'll see. Like Cam Newton, the
2: reports have been that maybe he's never going to be the player he once was, which isn't a huge leap because he's been injured and banged up, and he's wrong side of 30 and all that. But if he struggles early, and I think there actually may be a situation where they try to get Mac Jones some, some snaps. So he may even get a few series here or there. Uh, we've heard similar conversations about Trey Lance in San Francisco. Um, and probably Justin Fields as well in Chicago before he takes over in week two for Andy Dalton, as we all know, it's going to happen. But for Mac Jones, I mean, there could be a situation and, and you know, Brinson Breach talked about uh, the, the roster defensively, how much better it is. The roster offensively is better too. They signed uh, two of the best tight ends in the world, Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. Uh, they get Kendrick Borden and Nelson Nagalar to to upgrade a, wide receiver court that was among the worst in the NFL. We'll see what happens to Nikhil Harry. He could still get released. Got Steelers. We got uh, Brent's guy, Jacoby Myers, who's probably going to have another solid season because he's a very solid player. And um, I think it's a situation where Mac Jones had so much success at Alabama. Actually not playing a lot of football. We Mac Jones felt like he had been there forever, but he only played a season and a half until it got hurt, actually a little less than that. And he just yeah. balled out. So he's used to playing. In, you know, the, the pipeline between Nick Saban and Bill Belichick's well established. Those players typically have success, although not typically quarterbacks coming from Alabama to New England. But, um, you know, all the things you hear about Mac Jones is how smart he is, how hard he works. Is he a goober? Yeah. Is his name uh, – what's his real name? McCorkle Jones. McCorkle? More, more or- yes, his name is McCorkle. So he's had to overcome those things previously in his life. Uh, I, I think he'll, he'll he's going to be a good player. Is he going to have growing pains? Yeah, probably. So let's see. We have Trevor Lawrence. We have Zach Wilson and Trey Lance and um, Mac Jones. Rank these quarterbacks in terms of Justin pro- and Justin Fields. Sorry, rank those quarterbacks in terms of uh, how productive they are as rookies.
0: Uh, do you want us to rank them from an efficiency standpoint, or from a volume standpoint, or just so a-
2: last last year? It's you know it's Justin Herbert, um, Joe so Burrow.
0: I test, yeah, like, like everyone,
2: like everyone agrees Justin Herbert was the best rookie quarterback. I think everyone probably agrees that Joe
0: Burrow is the second best, and then yeah. Tua was third, third, yeah. So, if I were predicting this year, and this is based on how I think the season is going to play out, not how I feel about these individual prospects. Um, Number one. How they do, not how their team does. No, no, not how their team does. How, at the end of the season, we say, oh, he was the best rookie quarterback. Oh, he was the second best. Yeah, I will take Trevor Lawrence, one. Yep. I will take Zach Wilson, two. Interesting. Okay. I will take Justin Fields, three. Mm -hmm. Mac Jones, four. And Trey Lance five. This is predicated. I I would have Trey Lance much higher if, if you're starting. I think Jimmy. This is based on my how I think the season is going to go. So um Wilson is two because there's no competition there for him whatsoever. He's going to be. But here's the here's the problem
2: in terms of thinking that. I mean, Zach Wilson could very well ball out. I think Trevor Lawrence is one. I'm going Mac Jones too because
0: I got to ride this thing out. This is my <laughs> this is my Carson. Wentz. <laughs> But, I'm, a little, I'm a little more bullish on the idea that Cam Newton can stave off Mac Jones for longer than people think. But if he
2: plays, and we said this the whole throughout the whole draft process, where you go matters.
0: So oh, you, if, Look, throw everything out the window if Mac Jones is the starter in week two because the Patriots have an awesome offensive line. They have a smart offensive coordinator in Josh McDaniels. You can say what you want about him, but he's a good offensive coordinator. They have Damian Harris in the backfield. They have these two tight ends they just added. And they have enough weapons on the outside. Well, Kirby Myers – Along those lines,
1: because I feel like it, you kind of have to put Lawrence at one. We yeah. should just rank the guys who don't have the starting job right now. Like out of Trey Lance, Justin Fields and Mac Jones, who do you think is going to be the first starter? Who do you think is going to be the best quarterback in 2021?
2: I think Justin Fields is probably the first starter. I agree. I and think it's Mac. I think, it. think no, it's I think it's Mac, Mac
1: Jones. I think Mac Jones starts a game for Justin Fields. Okay, so that's,
2: that's, if, if the Bengals have to start one game tomorrow, are you starting Cam Newton or Andy Dalton? They're both from the 2011 draft. I mean, we both know. I'm going to take the guy who's healthy.
1: I'm taking Andy Dalton.
0: Oh, no, you're not. Okay. Cam All Newton
1: right. hasn't proven he's been healthy in three years. I'm going to take the the quarterback who's 100 percent
0: healthy. It's an. E- who would you take? Yeah, you, so you're taking the guy who who couldn't make it work with Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. <laughs> oh! Oh! That's the
2: worst dunk of the preseason. So far. what? <laughs> you would take Cam Newton. You should be dunking on yourself. <laughs> he, he, Cam Newton was the best receiver on that on that roster last year. I mean, come not, on! can Make it work with three all-pro wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He he played fine.
0: Isn't good. What will you do? He didn't know the system. Oh my
1: god! He did not have a training camp or an off season in Dallas.
2: Breach
0: looked I didn't down. Have one in New England. What are you
2: talking about? Breach looked down the track, saw the train coming, and still stepped right in front of it. Right, he's
0: like, <laughs> dove in front of it. Take <laughs> me now. All right, last one. This is from oh, Rudy Rudy Jay J the apple podcast this is a really old one it's in fact this this uh question is wow over a month old should have been read every week on the podcast go ahead so i was asked about this on radio last week with jason Lockenfora and ken wyman Wiseman? So,
2: we- no, no i'm saying i got the same question when i talked to this i know guy that's too. what they said
0: ryan finley wilson welcher, <laughs> <laughs> welcher. Oh! Oh! great show and hats off to will brinson brinson yes for making the all season episodes both entertaining and fresh. Also, John Breach's allegiances to both the Cincinnati Bengals and Kickers is admirable and insane. Both admirable I and candid, cop on, I'll take it. Well done, Breach. Will, can you please start referring to Ryan Finley Wilson as Ryan Finley Wilson Welter? <laughs> for the audience, audience, do not know. A Welter is someone who intentionally avoids paying off bets they lose. And Ryan Finley Wilson Welter is definitely trying to do just that. You are a welter, Finley Wilson, welter, and <laughs> all wrong. Get ink, welter, or freeze the wrath, Six Nation. Thank you, Will, and keep up the great work. Oh, oh, oh up high, down hard.
2: I, I do think what did what did JLC said that I told him about every time
0: he brings it up. He says that you try and pawn it off on breach, and that and the, and I said yeah, and breach tries to pawn it off on Wilson. There's
2: so not pawning off on me, I it's breach's job to get the tattoo you pay for it. I get it. There's no gray area there. Well,
1: <laughs> well there is a gray area. Cause again, here, here's the situation is that I have talked to a tattoo artist. They said, I need to talk to a tattoo, a artist, tattoo artist, local to Wilson, because in a situation. Uh, so if I talk to someone and say, Hey, my buddy lost a bet and he has to go get a tattoo. Uh, and here's the design is that it needs to be uh, like uh, basically a collaboration because Wilson's going to have to approve the tattoo. And then, so, Wilson, you're going to have to communicate with the, the tattoo artist no, at I'm not. some point. That is
2: not my job. Your job is to If I email your... the
1: tattoo order artist who is down the street from you, he's going to think it's a joke. Like, what in the heck is going on? You, This guy lost a bet nine months ago, and he's welching on it? What is What in the name of
0: Ryan Finley That's, is going is, on here? That is
2: not my problem. I gave so you let the address.
0: Me, let me, let, look, I mean, if I'm, if I'm a listener, if I'm a fan of Ryan Wilson, well, I'm a fan of Ryan Wilson. Uh, I, don't think, I don't consider you a welcher, per se, Wilson. Um, I do wonder, are you sort of putting all your I mean, perhaps wisely, putting all your eggs in the basket of Breach won't get this done and you won't ever have to get the tattoo. am
2: am I gonna force Breach to do this? I said Breach, send me the mock ups. I will approve them or disapprove them. Brinson, Benson will pay for them and I'll go down there and get it. I that's where I'm at. But there's no mock ups. The tattoo artist has to get paid to design them. Well, you can make them up. You can do you can, I can't draw, I can't make a you can reach out up? to people on Twitter. Like, honestly, I I'm not losing any sleep over this. It's not my job to do your job. All I, right, Wilson. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna email the tattoo
1: artist that is right down the street from you. I'm gonna send him a picture of Ryan Finley smiling, getting drilled by the Steelers. And I'm gonna say, please make this into a tattoo. Ryan Wilson is gonna get this. You just tell us how much it's gonna cost.
2: We have to you we that's, have to agree on a collaboration,
0: though. You can't just that, send him a that, picture. No, no, no. well, that's you welching out right there. <laughs> no, right? it's not. That is the first step, Breach. I think that's what needs to happen. I sort of, yeah. I don't side with Wilson here because I think he's creating a, a like a veil of uh, of incompetence. Why look, again? Why no, is, no, not? Not incompetence. Not doing Breach's job. Look, I'm not going down there to have a conversation
2: with, about getting Ryan Finley tattooed. Talking to some guy who thinks that I'm, I'm
0: an insane uh, person. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think you're creating a veil of incompetence by putting the onus on Breach to get this done. So yes, Breach. I think you need to email the guy. And say, hey, look, this is what we need done. Can you send me a mock up and a uh, an a an estimate? Because if like this guy comes back and he's like it's fifteen hundred bucks, I'm then gonna I, then I'm getting it. <laughs> 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 you take top shot. Um <laughs> yeah, do you take top shots, sir? <laughs> I, I have a LeBron three-pointer that you're just gonna love, Mr. Tattoo Man. Um, yeah, so I think that uh I think that's the point. That's the next step, Breed. So I will set a reminder on my. <laughs>
2: calendar. I loved that,
0: and uh, and I think Breach you need to take the step of emailing this guy, and once that happens, we'll we'll find a we'll find a a collaboration, something that works, and the guy can do.
2: Yes, correct. We Breach is posting and a- Breach as we've discussed. It doesn't have to be Ryan Finley's stupid face. It could be some facsimile thereof or something.
0: Yeah. with Ryan Finley's name or whatever. So. You can, if you're smart breach, you'd make him, we'd, we'd have him get a Bengals helmet tattooed on his head. Oh, this... yeah, what is that? What's what is, this here? What is... I don't know what all this is. Breach, but I don't know what's happening. Breach put a bunch of weird stuff in the chat. All right, so that's it for the show. <laughs> we will, we will have, we will provide an update uh before the start of preseason breach. That seems fair, yeah, yeah. it seems fair. Okay, we will have an update for everybody on the Wilson tattoo. And look, I, as I told JLC and, and Ken. You know, I mean, it is the off season. People are sort of off doing stuff. Like, you know, they're, fan, you know, it, not top of mind to get Wilson tattooed. But now that football's back, people are asking questions. As the show. We will provide you with done. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. For Brie Wilson, I'm Britson. Talk to you guys later.